0: Welcome to the Mad Max Minute, where we ascend to what we hope is a brighter future in Mad Max Fury Road, one minute at a time. I'm Rick. And I'm Julia. And today we're talking about Minute 112, which begins with the wretched chanting for Furiosa and the others to be let up, and it ends with the milking mothers opening the valves to the Citadel's water pipes. Joining us once again to raise us up so we can stand on mountains are Caitlin, Karen, and
1: Liz. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, I'm Liz. I'm Karen. And I'm Caitlin. So good to have you back after all of this oh time. my god, you let us back
0: in. You're such a fool, really. It's so weird to think that the last time we spoke, we had maybe like, what, one, maybe two chases?
2: It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: It was a simpler time where all we had to worry about was wasted water and clipped chastity belts.
2: And war garble. Yeah, exactly. War garble.
1: garble.
3: (laughs) Karen, before you got here, Rick was talking about the war garble. He's like, oh, the last time we were together, was that the war garble? I was like, yeah, that was Karen. Karen said that. That was definitely correct. (laughs) War garble.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. That war garble dog is the best thing on the internet. No, yeah, the best.
2: And not to toot my own horn, but... No, I, I was going to say your GIF was definitely oh, an improvement on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was sheer genius in its simplicity.
2: Please, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I just played it on loop for a whole 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tear my eyes away.
0: <laughs> As for us today, we start off with the lift controller leaning over the edge of the platform, and he is looking down at the Giga Horse. He is the guy wearing the big apron and the weird helmet thing that has i don't know if it's like a snorkel or some sort of horn coming off the top of it he reminds oh, me yeah. of a dinosaur
1: yes <laughs> oh what was the name of that dinosaur that had the thing in the back it was like because they've made models of that skull to see if they could find out oh it was it was it the duck bill ones that I yeah you're talking yeah. about it's a water
3: one it's like a, is um, it a
0: parasaurolophus i want to say parasaurolophus Please, someone uh, say pterosaurophagus. I
3: mean, S- encephala- I don't think that. I don't know, Encephalus Encephalitis. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cephalophagus. Uh. I, mean, <laughs> I could yeah. go um, diving
1: for my phone to really guess and be like, why do
3: I want to say hadrosaur? No, let's just squirm in our well, seats. No, it's, it's, like it's like not. But not, I know not, the one you're talking about. But I thought yeah. that was more of like a bone structure. Yeah, I thought that was no, like a I situation. It was a resonating chamber. Like, oh, I don't I know. It could it be was empty,
1: oh. and they tried to like recreate it to make a noise. I'll see. I was gonna say these are
3: dumb bird-brained creatures. So saying that some dinosaurs head was pretty empty is probably not <laughs> much of a stretch. I I think,
0: mourn the fact that the older you get the less you know about dinosaurs.
3: Um, nope. Not me, because <laughs> I had a guy at work recently go like, you know, the one with the spikes, and the, I was like, oh, an Ankylosaurus. He's like, how do you know that? I was like, I just know. Well, um Caitlin, um, I'm sorry, but the one with the spikes
1: is a Stegosaurus.
3: No, no, no. Ankylosaurus has more of a, no. a hammer style tail, tail at the bottom. The spikes at the back is a Stegosaurus. Those well, are called They also thank you very much. Well, fine. Karen uh, knows well. more about it than I do. But Ankylosaurus <laughs> also has spikes on his back.
1: Oh, you're absolutely right. I concede the point. Hot <laughs> <Ha>, point spikes <laughs> i didn't even mean to do that i'm gonna drink as a reward oh you god
3: go. you're right though his foot's really distracting karen now that i'm watching this it. yeah. on loop and another thing about that helmet it's got a little baby
0: head at the back of the horn
3: well, oh my god why are there so many baby everybody's heads got skulls? they just got he, a lot of skulls lying around you know what he reminds me of Guess isn't this? there like a marvel villain called rhino yeah yes yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. He's a, uh, I, that. I think
1: he's a Spider-Man he villain.
3: He is, Well, I, I mean, believe. that certainly makes sense, because Spider-Man did have absolutely the lamest <laughs> cadre of villains. Speaking of which, Mysterio, moving on. Oh, I don't know, though, but Mysterio, Opinions. at least, like, one, you can play it like he's a good guy, and then you're like, oh, no, Kel, surprise, he's not. <laughs> it's perfect pronunciation, by the Kel, like, yeah, Kel, French. surprise, thank you. I studied for exactly no years. Not even a Duolingo. Uh,
1: There's something very, and I know it's just me, but there's something very kind of quasi-Shredder-esque about his helmet. Oh, yeah. A little bit.
3: Totally. I can see that.
2: So I'm going to have to wait for it to loop back around in our little playthrough here. But (laughs) my first impression, like the the glimpses I saw of it before, until Scrutiny, I was thinking of Welder's helmet, because I, I think it's especially because of the apron. That's some... Yeah,
1: but I love that apron. Like, look at that apron. That's a good heavy apron. Well, yeah, except for the fact that it only covers his nipples. Oh. What else do you need to protect? I mean, you don't want sparks
3: flying at that. I'm not
1: saying I would ever be in a welding situation where my chestular
3: regions weren't covered. Honestly, the sparks are the least of your concerns. When you're welding, you're inhaling so much toxic crap. There's that. Hence the helmet. I mean, maybe that's what it is. It is like none a none of the snorkel. rest. Let's be real, though. In this timeline, in this our future in forty years uh, thing that they're doing here, that's no, probably like the 12. least of your problem. Yeah, I know. I was being, <laughs> I was being hopeful, optimistic. You know, like scientists <laughs> have been. Yeah, twenty fifty underwater. Sorry. Well, I mean, that's a
0: different movie altogether. The
3: handy thing is that in Waterworld, starring Kevin Costner. Well, you <laughs> oh, know <my> it. <laughs> when are you going to do a Waterworld minute? <laughs>
0: Don't <laughs> tempt me.
3: Oh, okay. God. Yeah, see, look. Yeah, like, no, you're it's right. It's like a deep V. Yeah, it's, it's, actually, apron. it's actually very sexy. I'm into it. Well, That's it's very not much... for
1: safety at all. No. That's totally for titillation. It's yeah, very, but isn't it
3: nice for the man to be wearing the titillating apron as opposed to like a lady? This is going into the power fantasy versus
2: sexual fantasy angle of body display in pop culture that makes sense this is this is like behold how powerful and i am and how he, macho i am and how manly
3: i am he does have a big manly chesticle Pretty sure his exposed quite chesticles though, so. i love these like hamster wheels that they've got these poor bastards doing this hamster wheel they get water fortnightly if they're lucky but yeah work that water wheel boys you got this I have to wonder like Rick you opened this with saying like our bright new future but the reality is they probably blow through this water in 2 weeks and they all die. There's no way. I mean if if Don't if, get ahead of the the minute. Dude, listen. It's been on loop <laughs> for 3 hours while I was drinking my drink. 10,000
1: years ago.
2: Brick and Julia, I couldn't help but notice that uh, when I look at a full
3: listing of episodes that our episodes tend to run a little bit longer than the average. (laughs) I wonder why that is. I can't imagine. It's not usually me, actually. I'm usually pretty docile, but not today. No, of course.
0: You were adequately prepared, so to speak. I mean, I haven't
3: even seen it. I've just been given drinks. That's the <laughs> as I said, repeating myself from the last time you so graciously had us on. I literally still have not seen this movie since I saw it in theaters <laughs> eight and a half thousand years ago.
2: If anyone has listened to our previous podcast, this would about track with Caitlin's personality. <laughs> hey,
3: hey, hey! <laughs> I mean, no, it's true. I'm just where's drink my drink? Where's the lie, though? Caitlin, we gave you three months to watch Luke Cage. I was busy. Even with two minutes, I can't find time. Prying ourselves away
0: from the lift operator. Yes. We're watching... The minute on loop. It's silent. What you can't hear is all of the wretched down below, and they are chanting, let them up, let them up. Now, obviously, this movie came out in 2015, and we've done a mm. really good job of avoiding politics. Was it
3: only 2015?
0: It was only 2015. Such oh, like, a long time wow. ago to, to us.
3: Yeah. That's the thing. It feels like another lifetime, but it also, like yeah. mathematically, was just yesterday.
0: But there's something about a crowd chanting a three word phrase that starts with a verb followed by a pronoun and then the word up that just makes me feel uneasy for some reason i'm going to be purposely yeah. vague but just in the 2016 election there was one specific candidate
2: who would do that at his rallies i mean it's still done at his it's, rallies uh, are yeah, you thinking he of are you
3: thinking of plug it up from carry because that's it. That's the one. Yes. Because I remember her chanting that at rallies. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're not invited to many rallies. Yeah. Or many I thought you were gonna say podcasts, and I was gonna like <laughs> <it> also true.
0: <laughs> it is nice to hear that sort of chant in a more positive yeah. situation though.
2: Yeah, and it's a showing of the favor of the people, the turn of the tide, sort exactly. of thing. Like they better hoist these folks up because you have a whole mob of people who demand it. I'm trying to think, with the wretched, with the way they
0: live, the squalor, the fact that they live down there in the dirt, hoping to be given water, and I'm assuming hoping to be given food, when do they ever chant for something that isn't, hey, give us water, hey, give us food? And here they are Mm. chanting for someone else to be brought up the elevator. Yeah. I think Furiosa just inspires people like that, just by being there.
2: They're chanting for hope, I guess. Not to invoke another... Ha! potentially political angle. That well, was I mean, not look
1: at her. She's still suffering massive internal bleeding. Mm. You know, she's standing on her, like, last legs. One eye is swollen shut. One thing no one could say is that she
3: didn't persist. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one question, though, which is, like, why do they decide to let them up? If no one else can get up there, what do they have to lose by not letting them up? This is a good
0: question. One thing that I like about this situation is that Corpus never gives the order to let them up. At the beginning of the minute, there's this really skinny-looking wretched guy, and he's sneaking around the treadmills. And then he gets to the lever, but he's so frail and weak that he can't do it. And then all the little war pups get off the drums. Then they're like, let's do it, guys! And they run over, and they help the old skinny guy move the lever. And no one stops them. Yeah. There's a lot of inaction on the part of the people that are supposed to be lot in lot of, charge, a
2: lot of All right, I'm going to have to watch yeah, it. It's looping again, so I'm going to take guy. a look now and see. I wonder what Furiosa's reputation and relationship well, was with.
1: She was a war boy. Yeah. So the well, Pops, she
2: No, she wasn't a war boy. Well, she was a well-respected imperator. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, she had her head
3: shaved and yeah wore she the was, makeup of a, of she a war was, boy. She
2: had she had she had made her way into the ranks and yeah and. For sure, so respect. Oh
3: yeah, I just saw him kind of sneaking over. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Mister Sneaky. Pants he's only there. here for like half a second in our minute, but yeah, I did see him. And then you can see oh, him yes, pushing okay. the lever, and
0: he's just I'm so old and
3: frail. He just sort of falls. Old with and it. frail. He's like twenty-two years old. Those are rough <laughs> conditions. We're old and frail. Meth. Not even once. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs>
0: Maybe that's why Joe's like, don't become addicted to the water because he laces it with methamphetamines.
1: Uh. Well that was the thing that you know what it is? The boar boys are so zinc oxided out that I didn't even see him because my eyes were tracking the bright whiteness on the mm. screen. I yeah. had forgotten
3: how shockingly white they are. It's wild. Like, oh god, that dude with the bad teeth, those look like those are his real bad teeth too. We'll get That's to probably him. not true. Did you not see it, though? I mean, it I, looked I like did. it.
2: I've seen really good makeup, really good uh, t- uh, tooth toothpaste. I mean, I hear what you're saying, Liz, but they... See
3: the
2: no. There? No.
3: <laughs> He's like, Liz, give are me we, that are drink. We pausing? Yeah. Are we gonna pause on his teeth?
0: <laughs> the thing about the wretched is that they're not painted up white. They're very brown. They blend into the background. And so you look at oh, all yeah, the there's people tons of them. on the wheel.
2: Oh, my God. I never yeah. noticed
1: those before. They're really proud Yeah, there there yeah every there. time I watch them go, all I can think of is that wheel of pain that they attach Conan to. Whoa. And he's a little kid, and then suddenly he walks around it enough times and he turns into
3: Arnold. Oh, guys. <laughs> I've literally never noticed them before this moment. Well, uh, that's there's good, so that's good servants them. for you, Liz. See, so, not So I have a
1: question. And this is probably a, a question that has been asked many times. Pardon me, I've had a beverage. The war boys are not that white, naturally, right? Like, they've got, they're they're painted. I
3: think it's a combination. Do you mean, like, is that canon? I mean...
1: I'm asking for a little bit of both, because I'm wondering if there's a reason. So we know in this in this universe there are a lot of, like, mutated people, there's a lot of cancer, and so I'm wondering if those are the worthy ones who got protection from the sun, and the yeah, but- the wretched do not, thus opening themselves up to further
2: infirmities. Yeah, my understanding going down, going has been on. that they are naturally, like, they're pretty pale and sickly and, uh, on okay. their own, and then the paint beautifies that. Okay. It covers it up, you know, it's the same logic behind the idea of Roman legions wearing red to conceal the blood stains.
4: Oh, oh interesting. interesting. If they get
2: wounded.
1: And Deadpool makes
4: the, because the
2: about
1: that guy wearing look the brown much more- pants.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's the brown pants in Deadpool,
2: Karen. Exactly.
1: We had to dumb it down for me, Liz. <laughs> I like
4: the idea that you brought up that they have been deemed worthy and given additional protection from the sun. Where the wretched have nothing. Yeah, they got bupkis. They are servants. They are fodder. And we've used the word fodder to refer to the war boys. But on the scale of fodder-ness,
1: the wretched really are down there. The war boys are loyal. And the wretched are, I mean, slaves. Yeah. They're, they're well, they are yeah. wretched. It's, it's kind of in the name. But
3: yeah. if you're one of the ones that's doing the work of the raising the elevator up and down, that's probably about as good a life as you can get for a wretched. Because one, they probably don't have to do that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ah! Uh, here we it made it six hours into our recording without me saying it. There it is. Uh, The point is, though, like... They're only lifting the elevator, what, twice a day? Probably not even. They're not you know? out in the sun. Yeah. No, they're they're protected from the sun. The caverns sun. are cool. They've got to be trusted because they're up there, which means they can trust them not to like go crazy and start killing people. Well, where
1: are they going to go? I'm pretty sure they're chained to the wheel.
3: That's, that's a thing. Well, the thing
0: about the wheel is that there's no guardrail. Like, if you yep. fall behind on the wheel, you fall off the wheel and then all the way down to the ground. And probably smack so into things like along the way. The Death
1: way. Star this is an ocean nightmare. This is not work safe. Okay, can we just have a post apocalyptic sort of thing where there's railings? Like can we just have some <laughs>
3: railings? That's a no. I'm gonna give okay. you a big nope on that. Joe isn't
0: completely well, I say Joe. Like the Citadel is not completely devoid of hand railings. No, there are got chain style handrailings yeah, where d- the elevator operator is. Yeah. That's
2: true. <laughs> they got like a rope and stanchion thing going on for the main operation there for a big guy in the apron. Yeah, he's got a
0: lot of blind spots. You don't want him just randomly stepping off That's the side. That's true.
3: Of the thing. He doesn't know where he's going, so you just turn around and whoop.
0: He knows where the levers are.
3: I mean that would be hilarious. Brody, though. Lever! <laughs> Why do they even have that lever? That is like one of the most underrated Disney films ever. It's pretty oh, underrated. Absolutely. The wheel, Cusco's wheel. <laughs> the wheel specifically designed for Cusco. <laughs> I, this is apropos of
2: nothing, but the freeze frame that we've got right here at the in like within the first second, like the one extra in the background who's turned at an angle out from the wheel. He's beautiful. He's not hard on the eye. he's not bad looking. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm into it. I mean, I don't know if he's got someone's favor to go up there. Oh no, that makes it even darker. I well, don't see, like the it. trouble
0: is for the people on the treadmill, it's always leg day. So it's yeah. true. he's got some good definition up. He's, through got, the
3: he's chest got a good core yeah, strength. I mean that's gotta got work the core. 23 and a half hours of the day when he's not working the hamster wheel, he's just doing crunches <laughs>
2: <laughs> over there. You know, you there, gotta
3: there is a part of me that kind of wonders if this is
1: like the dark seedy underbelly of the price is right. Oh, no. Because that's all I can think of is that wheel they turn to see if you go to the showcase showdown. Yeah, the $1. The... Wait, do your Australian
2: listeners have the prices right? I wonder what I their television no programming
3: idea. includes in, in that regard. If they don't, what the hell do they watch when they're homesick from school? Number Wang. <laughs> that's Number Wang. Cop dramas. One. One. Friend one. Dramas. One, one, <laughs> one. 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 That's Number Wang. Oh. <sighs>
0: Our focus shifts from up on the balcony down to Max and Furiosa. They're standing on top of the Giga Horse. Furiosa looks very worse for wear. Yep. She has been stabbed twice. One of her lungs collapsed. She's lost a lot of blood. She did get filled up with Magic Max blood, but that can only do so much.
4: Well, you say she looks worse for wear, but she's looking a lot better. She's got a lot of color in her face, that's for sure. She was awfully gray earlier.
0: That's a good point. When I say she looks worse for wear... She no. looks to me she's like bloodied. she's had a long day and all she wants to do is get inside and sit in her favorite chair. Yeah, yeah that's
3: Hollywood worse for wear. That's, I mean, there's only true. so much you can do to, that to is Charlie's Theron, right? Yeah. That's very true. So, okay. Right, well, she so. does look like she's got an eye swelled shut. I mean, yeah. I think it's just because she's closed and squinty, but the, that no, right, right eye, eye, oh, eye is, eye is You can almost show. believe, yeah, I was going to say, you can almost believe that right eye is not opening on its own, so.
2: Okay, so behind them, since we've got a freeze frame in the second three. I've just noticed the dashboard underneath them in the car. How many different emblems can you pick out? Oh,
1: I see a Toyota and a Ford. We got Ford and
2: Toyota. Is that a five hundred? So would that be from Fiat? Uh, Yeah, probably right. I don't recognize half of these. The problem
3: is, like, it's kind of yeah, but that's a really interesting sort of ornamentation. Cool.
1: I mean, it's a level of detail that no one is going to see unless Mm. you freeze frame it. So that was that was a labor of love on the part of the person who crafted that absolutely yeah.
0: we've seen the dashboard before it's I mean, just we've never seen it this cl- from
2: above front on yeah
4: and i think one that we can't see in this view but we have been able to see previously is the tesla logo
2: yep oh, it's somewhere where's that whoa seriously yeah there's a tesla logo i in think there, yeah, so. i believe so it behind
3: well, her thigh because it's basically just so 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 to... in the by the steering wheel Man, I see so many of those cars nowadays. Teslas? Cause I have, yeah, because I have quite a long ride. Well, not as long as it used to be, but I have about an hour and a half ride to work. And yeah. sometimes I see, like, three Teslas in a row, one right behind, you know, the other. What are they doing on the road
2: where you are? Like, they should be already in the city where no one else can afford housing.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. They make, like, an affordable Tesla. There's, like, a $30,000... Pretty standard rate sedan Tesla. It's not a good looking car. It's a pretty ugly standard sedan, but they're all over the place, and that
1: gives one hope. All right. Okay, random joke that I had a uh, Boy Scout troop leader tell me while I was volunteering. uh, Why does a chicken coop have two doors?
2: Why?
3: Because if it had four, it'd be a chicken sedan.
2: (laughs) I'm just going to drink my See, drink. You
3: couldn't tell that joke in England because they call them coupes, which is the damn dumbest thing ever. Coupé. They call it a coupé. A hey. two-door is a coupé. That's, that's
2: the French. Well, at, at no, I don't know. But a that's
0: two-door a th- is a style
3: of <laughs> manner, isn't it? It nah, uh, was an impressive dynasty. Isn't there a two-door rose? How many that's, people can you fit in the two-door rose? Depends what? on if the seat's full forward or not. There you go. Uh.
2: <laughs> what,
3: like the back of a
1: Volkswagen?
2: What is happening now? Yes.
0: We're going to skip over the... Hot How are,
3: long have we, we been talking? Hot leels like are leading six. the way, it ah. looks like.
0: So, as I mentioned before, there is zero direction coming from the administration. Oh, and yeah, they're looking never, him. never seen that before in real life, but... Eh. uh <laughs> <laughs> Corpus is sitting here. He is the last remaining family member in a Morton Joe's hmm. family. Im- I know I'm saying family a million times, it feels like. But he's in a very odd situation because he's got all of the wretched down on the ground. They want Furiosa to go up. I don't think Corpus knows that Rictus is also dead. All he knows is that Joe is dead and he's been kicked off to the side. I think he's nervous to let Furiosa up because he doesn't know what Furiosa is going to do. to him. He should be. He's nervous to leave her down there because he doesn't know what the wretched are going to do. And so he just sits there and kind of grunts a little
3: bit. It's not I, even a grunt, it's like a heavy breathing, I yeah. feel like. Mm. I can't imagine
1: that, because we know that Joe is dead, that he can't just assume that Rictus is gone as well. Because there's no way they could have offed Joe without Rictus being out of the picture. So yeah. he must know he's last man standing.
3: Well, and also, he knows that he relies on other people a lot i mean to an extent that Socially i don't remember i don't remember at all yeah. but i know for a fact that joe obviously was storming around and driving his own car and whatnot if it were me i would be making super nice right now just being like no i hated my brother i thought it was i always told him to give you guys more water he didn't listen to me mm. and rights and food and whoa 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 <laughs> I said water. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, probably through his head right now is like, all right, best case scenario, I'm going to be killed at dawn, and mm-hmm. I don't know, best case scenario or wor- yeah. worser case scenario, like, just put on display as like, look at this felled tyrant. Like, he's probably just thinking like, what can I do to not get torn limb from limb? Yeah,
0: it's an interesting situation because it's not like Corpus... Chose to live the life that he's lived. He was born into it, but yeah. he also never did anything to dismantle it. No, he, he benefited he off of it. Well, so I was going to
3: say, but again, like, I mean, and I'm, I'm not trying to... We know this, I work in accessibility. I am by no means trying to say that because you are differently able that you are not able. But, there is an extent to which he is likely reliant on other people that it he's at an extreme be, well,
2: disadvantage in this society. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. So it's just like what could he have done and what would he have done and also like Joe was a freaking psycho. So yeah. like how much are you going to push Joe? I don't if, feel like he's going to
0: If Corpus had been born to literally anybody else in the wasteland, he wouldn't be in the position he's in right no. now.
3: He might not have
1: survived. Exactly. I mean, I can't help frankly, but draw comparisons between him and Master. I thought you go and just how quickly Master's tune changed when it was very clear that the power had shifted. That's true. But we don't see Corpus doing the same thing.
2: Yeah, he's a little hard to read.
1: Yeah, he's very inscrutable.
2: Yeah. I also just noticed, now that we were pre framed on him, that his necklace is a match for Furiosa's belt.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. her belt. I was just thinking
1: that, too. That marks the both of them as belonging to Joe, right? Yeah, like that's in, that would assume. Joe and that's
2: sigil. Is it sigil or sigil? Sigil, you don't hear sigil. that out loud. Li- I don't know. Sigil. I you don't. You, I never. You, I don't know that I've ever sigil. heard it aloud. You're,
3: you're, yeah, you you say sigil. Yeah. Sigil. Yeah. Weirdo. No. Okay. Uh, I wasn't trying to make you feel weird. No, I just had never I heard it said. Well, no, that's I, fine. I just want the record to show that Liz is the one making you feel like <laughs> bad about it. Not Listen, me, because I
2: gave my her intent. a gift today. <laughs> it's oh, very yeah.
1: true. It's very true. I got a hundred and forty-four fidget spinners. So, listeners, that's
2: a gross. I don't think it's 144. It's either 140 or 160. Well,
1: it well, should have been 144. It's going to be 12 by
2: 12. Well, but it's four bucks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It has it nothing matters to do with That's a theory. lot, okay?
1: So, here's the thing before we kind of inch on, can we just go back a thing? Because there's something when we, we have the, the image of the, the war boys. Okay. It's the binocular stand that kills me. Okay, (laughs) There are so many instances of random bits of tech, and we'll see another one later in this Mm. clip, that cracks me up. That you're just imagining the whole world is gone, ass over tea kettle. And you have to fend for yourself, but someone was like... I was next to a point of interest at a tourist spot, and I not only want this, but I'm going to make sure that it is pristine and not pockmarked at all. Yeah, what if really this was
3: the point of interest? What if they're in the <gasps> Grand Canyon down there or something? I mean, that's a, that's a natural rock formation. Yes. Yeah.
1: You're not wrong. Like somebody was just like mine must care for.
3: You know, I was gonna say I, it's more likely that it would have been moved, but like we don't know. Like this could very easily be some natural yeah. point of interest. No, but in
2: that good shape, like I think that's a valid idea.
1: Maybe like, it was a lake at one point, and three
0: that's where giant the water. Oh yeah, that yeah. One, yeah, that's
3: good. I like that theory too.
0: These mountainous formations don't just form overnight, and they're definitely not man-made. Yeah.
3: But yeah, so that's the thing about yeah. this one
1: particular shot that I just love, and it's like, yes, War Boy is painted in white, and we have this ramshackle thing going on, and then this lovely set of distance, you know, <laughs> viewfinders.
2: <laughs> for the record, Karen, it was a hundred and sixty pack of it was fidget spinners that I got pack. you. Yeah, one hundred and sixty fidget <laughs> spinners.
1: Well, I'm only offering some of them um, to the listeners.
2: Some of them have the Canadian maple leaf for those proud for neighbors to the north the who might be listening.
1: For any wolverines that might be out there.
2: Bub. (laughs) Is it time to
1: talk about the mannequin toast yet?
2: It's not time to talk about mannequin toast because
4: we
0: we hit up the skinny guy who hits the lever. And I love how the war pups decide to act on their own. They have just been sitting there drumming for all this time and they're like, you know what? Let's not wait for orders. Let's just
3: go and help this skinny guy. Okay, is he a a Christ figure? Are we helping him with his cross? How many people helped Christ with his cross? I have questions. One. One. Just one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) if we put them on each other's shoulders and put them in a trench coat, they can be one one person. (laughs) See, I look at this picture and the first
1: thing I think of because Newsies has been on my mind (laughs) recently is, Have no fear, Brooklyn is here! I always find the war
4: pups to be completely adorable, but the Mm. fact that these three stop drumming and go help this man, just, it warms my heart. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like they're stopping to help him cross the street. Oh. But
1: then I'm afraid they're going to roll him for spare change. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm being honest. Or or try to sell him some
3: papes.
0: And I love how the (laughs) elevator operator is just kind of standing by.
2: Yeah. Watching all of this happen, because he hasn't been told not to. I'm sure at least with the elevator operator over here, he could very well be in favor of letting Furiosa at alia up, but not wanting to be the one to take the first action.
1: This is certainly the Whitney Houston inspirational moment of the movie. The, I believe the children are our future. Oh,
2: I mean, yeah, I guess they're they're kind of taking charge of their future. And meanwhile, yeah,
1: you can see there's another set over to the left side of the screen at second 14. Oh my god, there are there's more people! Wheel. There's more, you know... Good lord! Well, they're doing thriller. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Darkness falls if, if, uh, upon the citadel. If our rallying chant was, you know, being likened to certain political rallies, perhaps the war pups are the kids who are staging walkouts from their high schools because they're, like, sick of this shirt. <laughs> good censoring there, Caitlin. Yeah, good well job. done. Good mm-hmm. job. We're Third time's a charm. Well, good placed. <laughs> I
4: like the idea of the war pups being willing to help because they are just children and their indoctrination is incomplete.
3: Mm. Mm. That's true. And the children are innocent. And so
0: the elevator starts going down and the two dudes standing up there that were so standoffish they're looking at each other as if to say, well, I, I guess we're going down now.
2: <laughs> this is a place we're going. Yeah, they're... Uh, this is our life now. They're being lowered into <laughs> the crowd that we is We probably should have got ethereal, off this so. before they lowered it. <laughs> <laughs> they're going
3: to tear us apart. What? We're, <laughs> what are we thinking our life choices right now?
1: Oh, hey,
3: guys. Uh-huh. Uh, we're just like you. Uh-huh. Ignore these muscles and robust skin tone.
0: And as the elevator hits the ground, Jillian, one of the Vuvellini, is behind the wheel and she pulls the Giga Horse forward. And I appreciate that Furiosa got a chance to sit down. Oh, yeah. I hadn't
3: noticed that. I appreciate her sweet shoes. Yeah, those are pretty cute. I want some of that.
0: But you know what I noticed for the first time just now? Hmm. Giga Horse doesn't have any windshield wipers.
2: Oh, no. (laughs) No. There's no rain.
3: No, but point. it gets dusty. You wanna you wanna wipe off uh, the dust? Yeah, sometimes. yeah. The, those windshield wipers are gonna fix the fact the whole world is made of dust, Liz.
0: <laughs> and as the Giga Horse drives by, we get to see all of the wives standing tall in the back of the Giga Horse, and Melita is there too.
1: But none mm. so tall. As Wait, toast, didn't one of them die? Yes, yes. we are yes. down a wife.
3: I say, okay, so they're not all there. They are not all. Well, there. I mean, they the, the
1: remaining. Yes,
3: yeah, yes. Also, disturbing. how does this redhead? Uh, where is she getting her hair done in this post-apocalyptic hellhole? That's what I'd like to know. Do you think iron dust, Ooh copper,
0: mm, maybe? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to make natural dyes.
3: Me either. Blood, the blood of her enemies. Yes. Um, did the wife who passed away? Was it the the pregnant one?
0: Yes, it was. Carried, yeah. See,
3: it's really, it's been a long time. It's been a really long time. That's a shame. It's very sad. To get back to Toast.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I because really she's, do. Because she's standing like a, one of those addicted to love music <laughs> music video ladies. Like, she has, like, the world's best posture.
3: She has really good posture. Yeah, great posture. The boobs are good, too, though. <laughs> Just saying.
4: Yeah, her stance and her outward persona right now don't match the toast that we know really really it feels like a mannequin it really does okay
0: because i look at that stance and that says pride
4: defiance she i see haughtiness
0: she is toast of to the knowing. She is the wife that is the smart one, and I'm using air quotes, which yeah. is great podcasting work there, Rick. Great. Used... That's,
2: that's perfect radio. <laughs> Super it's fantastic. radio. Fantastic. You're yep. doing
0: great. I look at toast there, and she is prepared to get in there and take charge. I think mm. she's going to be the one that tries to run the show now that Joe is out of the way.
2: She's the one that definitely can. I feel like we're all getting different impressions, and that's fascinating. My impression looking at her is that she's working very hard to conceal any fear because she knows she has many many eyes on her right now this is a world-changing moment
1: is this the and i'm gonna take it to a a dark place for for a brief moment but is this like jackie o moment of Mm. in the face of calamity and utmost upheaval
2: dignity is what you're gonna get out of me that's more or less what i'm thinking yeah it makes sense. Like I she's can probably actually got really get behind inside. that. Yeah,
4: I've been critical of Toast the entire movie. I'm really not a fan of hers. But I can appreciate that point of view of, in the face of adversity, dignity.
2: This Always. Is a, this dignity. is a very... It's not a true neutral face. It's more of a chaotic neutral face. <laughs> it's, um... <laughs> it's... It's a check for traps. It it looks like it's a face that I would expect to see on someone who's trying her best to stay neutral and stay unreadable and stay placid or at least appear placid.
0: Okay. We are recording this at the end of June. This episode is coming out in December. So people have had more than enough time to see this. I look at toast here and I'm kind of getting a Daenerys at the end of episode five. Of the last season of Game of Thrones, where she's sitting up on the dragon on the walls of King's Landing, and oh. she's just Before she goes out nuts. over all the people that yeah, wronged her. Yeah, she's
4: still so sure that she is going to win, and she is standing there defiant. So that sort of, uh, till the last second.
0: I'm a little worried that Toast is going to get in there and then go Dracaris on all of those people that she sees.
4: Be so she- immovable that she can't. Mm. Work with people.
0: She might become a new tyrant is what I'm saying.
3: That's not oh. Given
0: the opportunity.
3: Maybe they will have a queen I don't know. and despair. <laughs> Dark and beautiful.
2: <laughs> mm. I think I'm still feeling I mean, maybe this is just projecting. Maybe this is my this is reflecting my own personality. Listen, since we're already leaning into politics and I'm not and, and I'm not putting anything in favor of any direction anyway, but I remember the night of Barack Obama's first election. And he gave his acceptance speech and the look on his face afterward was very much a serious, carefully neutral face that betrayed a lot of trepidation of this is what I've just committed myself to. What has just happened to my life? Like there's a lot of knowing, especially with Toast, as the smart one, she knows that there's not an easy road ahead of of them. The biggest question is who
0: is actually going to be in charge? Because you've still got Corpus there. Mm. He knows all of the day-to-day stuff. You've got all of the milking mothers who we're going to see later on in this minute. They never got the opportunity to leave the Citadel, but they were there right in the thick of it day in, day out, seeing everything that was going on, at least in their area. But they represent a group that could vie for power. Mm. Toast could try and seize it. Furiosa could try to be propped up as being the in charge one. I look at the other wives. I feel like the dag is going to want to focus on growing because she has the bag of seeds. Uh, Cheeto is just young. I don't know what she's got up her sleeves. And mm. then Capable would probably be the most compassionate leader, but she, you'd probably going have to talk her into pups. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. She There's would be. no she's the way oh, she's not sure. going to be a
1: den mother to the Warpups. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. She's going to
0: be... Who's from The Sound of Music?
1: Oh, my God. Maria? Maria? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: You're going to have Capable out in the rolling dunes with a bunch of war pups behind her. and She's, she's going to make like, them some
3: play clothes out of drapes. Yeah. Teach them to sing. The hills are alive with the sound of murder. No. Yeah.
1: So there is another option here, and it's... It's not the diplomatic option here. This is a long shoot. There's a long <laughs> movie. This is a scene that we see very, very quickly. This might not have even been an acting decision on the part of Zoe Kravitz. This mm. just could have been her being like, I am a little done right now, and unfortunately my parents are devastatingly gorgeous. <laughs> and I cannot help but relax all the muscles in my face and just affect this beautiful, pristine, gorgeous, you know, look of indifference. Honestly though, that still works because it's been a long road for them. Yeah, it's true. A long road.
2: They're it's been all rough.
4: exhausted. It's been a rough, what, three days? Three days. And this is one of the very few times where they have received any kind of good news. Or or anything Mm. good has happened. And this is still debatable. It could be a trap. Yeah. They could be getting on this elevator and going up to their deaths. Who knows what's going to happen? True. So
1: one of those, you're you're tying me to the stake, but you're not going to hear me scream as you light the flyer. I like it.
0: Ooh. So they drive the giga horse onto the elevator. Oh, and there's the a elevator helpful... elevator operator
2: I know. flips the switch. There's an I like arrow the on the elevator switch. Just so you know which direction is down. You gotta yep. pull it down to make it go down.
0: Yep, and then you pull <laughs> it up
2: to make it go up. That's great. I'm glad they put the arrow there. Like, you need some kind of instruction and signage on your equipment.
1: Is this
3: just the mountain? <laughs> just
2: I mean, it's not the same guy. Owns. Well, no. I feel like he's... Or guys. There were three of them. The, the top
3: of them. his helmet is made of, like... A watering can, and... Hmm. Oh, kind of. You know what it almost kind of looks like? It's like a metal face hugger from Alien. Oh, yeah, it it is that, yeah. yeah. But it looks like his neck is surrounded by, like, metal baleen. I like, you gotta protect his
1: neck. His pecs, less so, but you gotta protect that neck.
3: He has teeny little nipples, look at him.
2: (laughs) Well, that's probably makeup. There is nothing wrong with that. probably got, like, 60s makeup, like the kind that we put on William Shatner, you know?
1: And
4: is that a key around his neck?
2: That is a whistle. Ah. Oh
1: yeah! Oh my god! You mentioned makeup, and now all I can like think of his contouring.
2: is
3: contouring. A, is that a Star Trek specs? pun? Pterodactyl? No, no. Men love pterodactyls.
1: <laughs> oh, but I'm not too poor to contour the the Sailor J
3: contouring 101. God bless eminent YouTuber. J. Yep. Well, she like took her whole site down for like a hot minute because she was mad at people. That's yeah, it that happens.
0: The mechanism starts turning. The elevator starts to look rise. Look at all those
3: people. Yeah. Okay, wait. Go back just a little bit. There's one dude. Yes, right there. See Somehow on the top of the wheel... Look. What is that nose? What's that situation he's that's got in Dobby. his face?
0: <laughs> it does <laughs> look like there's a house elf.
3: <laughs> Dobby is free. It's probably just some sort of weird hat. Yeah.
4: Really? You, you don't it, think
3: it's a deformity? I mean, it's a heck of a thing. Yeah, I want footing. him to look like Dobby. I thought Can that we, was like
0: his nose... Hmm. You know, we were joking the other week about Furiosa throwing on an invisibility cloak to hide on the front of the war rig. Maybe Mad Max and Harry Potter do actually share a universe because they're both oh, put out by no. Warner Brothers. Oh. So.
1: This is where Dobby went when he became a free elf?
0: All of the house elves um, were enslaved by warlords in Karen, Australia. Do-
3: Dobby died, Karen. I don't spoilers. I, I don't no la, Spoiler la, for la, like a thirty-year-old book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, not, I love your ability to tell time.
3: No, I actually just don't. I remember actually, it was when I was in college. I think so. It's like what thirteen years? That's fifty years ago, Caitlin. Yeah, in You're Caitlin, in Caitlin time, ten thousand okay. years ago when Harry Potter was <laughs> two <etched> millennia. Onto <laughs> that's actually stone the, tablets. <laughs> this is actually the year twenty nineteen. A-H-P, which is after Harry Potter. (laughs) 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 We we did away with uh, D-C-E and... No, not D-C-E. What? C-E and B-C-E. Yes. Thank you, that was it. D-C-E is a whole different thing.
0: (laughs) So as the elevator starts going up, all of the wretched... Do something that we've never seen them do before. They rush the elevator to get onto it. And as the elevator slowly rises, and slow is the important detail here, there are people on the platform, including the wives, that are helping people get up onto the platform so that they can go up into the citadel. And there's one guy in particular. Oh my
2: god, that guy.
0: Who gets on. He's got black dreadlocks and he's got a bulbous nose and teeth that are technically there. But, interesting detail about this guy, eagle-eyed viewers might recognize him from Max's hallucination episode when he's running through the hallways ah. at the
4: beginning of the movie. Uh-oh.
2: Okay, yeah.
4: Oh. Yeah, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, not the same face, not the same makeup, not the same teeth. It was a different... It was a, He was playing a different character, right?
0: I'm shrugging. You can't see it because it's radio,
2: but... I <laughs> so mean, uh, but... I don't remember those teeth being in the flashbacks, but... The nose was definitely there. Was it oh, okay? Huh. I just wanted to point this guy out. No,
3: I love it. And I and why though? Like, why is that connection? <laughs> like, what maybe it was. It was what, prophetic.
0: It's like the Tootsie Roll Pops. The world oh. may never know.
3: Uh,
1: One, two, three. Three. <laughs> three.
3: That commercial is the best. They best <laughs> never stop showing it ever. And
1: there we are again with the viewfinder.
0: Yep. So we pop it's up back to see it. the war pops again, and. From elsewhere, off screen, we hear the sound of water pouring out of the citadel pipes, and as we cut across the crevasse between the two citadel spires, we see that the milking mothers have emerged from their chamber, and they are here opening up the water valves to give these wretched people something to drink. Most of the milking mothers are here, including the one woman in particular, you can see her not wearing the typical milk mother white. She's wearing the wretched brown and she's got the long black hair. That's the lady from the deleted scene back in minute 11 mm. where she showed up to the elevator with a baby and she's like, take my baby. And they're like, no, we don't want your baby. And she's like, OK, well, take me because I can make milk. And they're like, all right, cool. Get on here. And she just tosses her baby off somewhere else. Oh, oh.
4: <laughs> so that scene oh, I mean, itself is deleted. Oh, yeah. You can see her standing on the elevator. Yep. And, and here she is now again. She's
3: here. Why would they delete that? That's great. I mean, it's awful, but I like it.
0: The baby was really fake looking, although that didn't stop them in the C-section scene.
1: Yeah, it's the same prop. Mm. That baby gets around. Yeah. (laughs) So this was the other moment where I was like, I would love to know the previous incarnation because those look like the controls you would use for like...
0: On a ship.
2: Yeah, and they're in such pristine condition. I'm willing to bet that those are well-maintained compared to it's other true.
0: machinery. Because Joe comes in direct contact with them, so a warp-up would be there to polish them.
3: Okay, so what if this used to be... Like a dam? Or yeah, something? the Hoover Dam yeah. or, or whatever. Or, or some, so that's some why we have similar. the viewfinders, and that's why we have this thing, too, because maybe back in the Dizzle, you would have used that...
1: Well, I did mean, I just say
3: Dizzle? You did back say Dizzle. Day, you just said well, Dizzle. if you, if you wow. look over to the
1: side, you can actually see that is sedimentary rock in the background Go on. you can see the lines the striations yeah. so they I would see. have been dug out by water i'm just saying there's Worn a good down. there's a good chance that so maybe so, erosion caused this particular canyon to cool. form yeah
3: so maybe that is what we're looking at maybe this did used to be like a dam and that's what those were. That maybe. would make sense. Maybe. Do, do you I don't think know. think
1: everybody watches Mad Max and wonders about, like, the geography and the topology? <laughs> Only if they watch <laughs> it one on. minute there at time. a time. Yeah, I assume of nerds. everybody come is on. as into this movie as we are. Oh, this yeah. is true. I mean, you have come with us this far.
2: <laughs> I've seen the discussions. People get into the nitty gritty of the yeah, details. They get pretty heated. Yeah. I
0: mentioned this before. Do we think there's going to be some sort of power struggle between the breeding wives and the milking mothers?
2: No. No. I'm optimistic. I I would think that the Milking Mothers would be if not like a like a religious college, but you know, just sort of a an advisory group. I think that's what I had in mind of where it would go.
1: I'm assuming the Milking Mothers were at one point the breeding wives.
3: Mm. They're
1: like a generation older than the current set of wives that we know.
4: Yeah, Yeah. that's why I was worried about that. A generation?
3: They're like three years older. The conditions are harsh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Milking Mothers were in the same shoes metaphorically speaking because i don't think joe gives them shoes as (laughs) how could they be
3: pregnant and barefoot if they had shoes exactly
0: i don't think that the milking mothers who have been there longer and have more experience around the place would just let this group come in and take over just because they left the citadel one time i don't know maybe it might be a respect thing like hey you had the guts to try and leave and then you let everybody way came back and that sort of thing but i don't know
1: what do we think the social hierarchy among the women in the citadel is like clearly the war pups are coming from somewhere and yeah what is the social i don't think there is
4: a social hierarchy amongst the women because Joe there, is the mm. only hierarchy well no no I don't, but I don't i don't think i don't think they get to interact with each other okay i think they probably mm. barely know of each other's existence okay mm. I just don't think that they have enough experience with each other. Yeah, because to if you let them interact. Have a, opinions on, oh, I'm more experienced than you, therefore I should get to make decisions. Here's what I think they should do I think that they should be a half democracy. And maybe there's a proper term for it. I'm going like <laughs> to call it a half democracy. I don't think that the wretched should get to vote. Sorry, but I don't. <laughs> I, yeah.
2: Whoa, honestly, okay, yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah,
4: honestly, Julie is I the think new tyrant. Just, <laughs> I think they're too far gone
2: mm.
1: to make educated decisions. Wow. It's, it's kind of, I think they're too easily influenced. I'm agreeing with you in that when I see them looking at the water, I'm thinking of, and again, sorry to take it to a dark place, but when they, when they freed the concentration camps in World War II, like, they started yeah. feeding people. And if you haven't had food or water for a good long while, your body just rejects it.
2: Yeah, you need to yeah, introduce to it slowly. Yeah.
1: So these people have been sick and dying and starving for like they've been kept basically on the brink of just being alive enough. And now they're giving them all this water, and I mean that's great. I mean these people need need a drink, but yeah, they may not have the capacity to manage their health and the resources.
2: That's yeah. valid. I'm not the biologist of us, Karen. But I do remember in my my Once uh, optimistic hope to become a primatologist. There were studies that I would read about that would talk about basically the different functions of the brain, of the primate brain, including our own, that would shut down in favor of survival. So right now, all those folks on the ground, right now, their body is prioritizing survival, just basic Living day to day. They want that water. Now that they'll have water, eventually they'll be healthy enough that they'll start thinking clearly again. But I think you're right in that. They're, right now, they're not thinking clearly because their brain is only focused on the most basic needs to thrive. Mm-hmm.
4: So I think they should take the upper crust of people, the milking mothers, the wives, any imperators who were left over, any black thumbs who are still in the shop, the people who had a more active role in Joe's society. Like Corpus. Like Corpus. And amongst that group, they should vote on. I don't think they should vote on one individual leader. I think they should vote on like a council of three
1: or a mm. council of five. One sure. representative from each of these.
4: I like groups. that idea. Yeah. Mm. Like you know what they one need? One milking mother, one black finger, one
1: wife, they one need. imperator. That kind of thing.
0: They need Peter Dinklage to show up and just (laughs) decide how things are going to be run.
1: Well, he does (laughs) know things and drinks, so I mean... (laughs) That's true.
0: Well, that pretty much brings us to the end of Minute 112. The last thing we see is all of the wretched running towards the water to collect it as fast as they can. But typically what we do is we do plugs on Monday, but since we're going to have you tomorrow, and uh, spoiler alert, we're going to have someone new on Friday, we're going to do plugs on wednesday so in the meantime we're going to put a pin in this we're going to come back on wednesday when the wretched scramble to collect all of the water that they can max will pull an irish goodbye and we reach the ultimate (laughs) conclusion of mad max fury roads story the Mad Max Minute podcast is a fan project by Rick and Julia Ingham.
4: The Mad Max franchise was created by George Miller and Byron Kennedy, is presented by Kennedy Miller Mitchell Productions, and distributed by Warner Brothers.
0: Mad Max Minute is produced and edited by Rick Ingham. Our opening music is Verdi's Dies Irae by Daniel Batista of DanielBautista.com.
4: Our home on the internet is MadMaxMinute.com. You can follow us on Twitter at MadMaxMinute, like us on Facebook by searching for MadMaxMinute, and join our Facebook listener group, MadMaxMinute Beyond Microphone.
0: If you'd like to support the podcast, visit MadMaxMinute.com, where you can see what's in our Public store, join our Patreon, or even donate to the show to help us keep the tanks full.
4: Thank you for joining us for Minute 112 of Fury Road. We'll see you next time.